Hello, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Toilet Time, the first and only sports podcast located entirely inside my bathroom. I'm Ben. And I'm Grant. And uh, we're going to get right into the sporting news. Stop. Gator time. The Florida Gators were unfortunately defeated um, in baseball this year by LSU in the Men's College World Series Finals. The Gators had a great season, but it came to an end after their loss to LSU in Game 3. On the bright side, Florida did break the record for the most runs ever scored in the College World Series with 24 in Game 2. Congrats on a memorable year, boys. And I just want to say one thing. If you are an LSU fan, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I don't care if you're 5 or if you're 95 years old. I hate you if you call yourself an LSU fan. You guys are all awful, and I hate every single one of you, and you can't read. Thank you. Go Tigers. Game over. Damian Lillard finally requested a trade out of Portland after after they failed to bring in more big-name players to make a championship run for this upcoming season. The seven-time All-Star has really... Sh- has really only shown interest in playing for the Miami Heat this upcoming season. So, how much does Dame to Miami really help their chances of making it to the finals, or even win the finals, also including the players that they've lost in free agency, as they've lost Gabe Vincent to the Lakers, Max Struess to the Cavs. Didn't they lose Cole Martin? No, Caleb Martin, I think he's still in the game. Oh, okay. Outside of them two, I think they've pretty much maintained... The same people yeah. for the most part. I think that the Heat are probably going to be top three team in the East if they get Dame. Probably, yeah. But it'll just be a crapshoot on whether they win the title. I mean, they got there last year. They got there last year, year, but I mean, they could definitely make a good push. The East is up for grabs, in my opinion. There's not a sole top spot. Like, like I still feel like Denver's the by far top in the West. I don't feel there is a team like that in the East. Yeah, I think it's Bucks, Heat, Celtics, Sixers. Sixers if they can get their shit maybe. together. Yeah, but I think the Heat are probably the favorites if they get uh, yeah, in the East. They def- not like they can not get... hard favorites, but they're, they'll be favorites. Yeah, not much stronger favorites over like the Bucks though, I feel. Or the yeah. Celtics. Yeah, the Bucks mm-hmm. and the Celtics are the big two. Celtics did make some moves, which I'm not so sure for the best moves. I mean, yeah, Kristaps can't stay smart. healthy, and they got rid of their best defender. They so. also just got rid of Grant Williams, too, who was a solid role player. Yeah. So literally just a couple hours ago, I saw that he got traded to the Mavs. Didn't um, Derek White get traded? Oh, no. no. Oh, no, he's supposed no. to be the leader of the team. <laughs> He got. He got. He went bald. I, was, I saw he went bald. Yeah, he I think that's what I saw. So weird. He looks his weird all the time. Is just so misformed. It doesn't look healthy. Uh, poor Derek White, but yeah, I think it's gonna be a good race for the East no matter what. But I'd mm-hmm. take the Heat if they have Dame. The only thing that I'd worry about the Heat is how much of that depth they'd have to get rid of to bring in That's Dame. That's true. Just they they, they, they definitely have to, to get rid of 
Yeah. But they got to the finals without Hero even on the team. So. Yeah, but all their bench guys stepped up, so and they lost a few of them. But yeah. We'll see. Fair. Fallen Angels. The Los Angeles Angels have been one of the most disappointing teams in the MLB the past few seasons. They do have Michael Trout, Michael Trout, Mike, Mike Trout, and Shohei Otani, after all, arguably the two best players in baseball. And this year they were off to a promising start and were in the thick of the AL West race. But it seems like the Angels are falling apart once again. Trout has a wrist fracture and will miss anywhere between three to seven weeks. And in a recent game, both Otani and Anthony Rendon were taken out early with injury concerns. I personally think the Angels are just cursed, which is ironic because God should be looking out for them. I think this will be another disappointing season for the Angels, but do you think they can salvage something, make a playoff push? I think they could still make a playoff push because, I mean, as long as Otani's not out for too long, I mean, that man is the Angels right now. He leads <laughs> them mean, in, like, every pitching and hitting category. category at the moment. So, I mean, at the moment, I wouldn't be too worried. I mean, we're going into the All-Star break. So as long as his injury isn't too long, like Trout's, where he's going to be out for at least multiple weeks, it's not that big of a deal. In my opinion, as long as he can, once he comes back from it, he can still, you know, still play as well as he has been. Because, I mean, he's the clear-cut MVP for the AL up to this point of the season. Yeah, the judge missing so many games. Yeah. It's not even I close. Mean, it's not even close. I mean... He'd have to literally not play any more games for the rest of the season for him to not win it, in yeah. my opinion. But, I mean, it depends on if their role players can step up when... They're needed. I mean, I know they've had some other injuries. I know, like, Logan Ohape, he got hurt pretty early on in the year, too. Which I don't necessarily know how well he did. I just know he was on the Phillies. He was in the Brandon Marsh trade. So I know about him. And I know, I I did see that he was one of the, like, MLB's top prospects before this season. So he could have been doing pretty well. I'm not going to lie. I do not know. Yeah. So, but yeah, they they they're easily cursed. I mean, there's no way you can have Mike Trout, arguably the greatest MLB player of all time. I wouldn't and go that far. I said arguably. Some people could use. I feel like some people could make the argument, but to have him, who's easily been the best player over the past ten years, just to constantly failure, failure. Man. The left angel should have signed with the Phillies. Yes, if he would have signed with the Phillies. He probably would have won the World Series last year. <laughs> probably. But you didn't, so. No, no, you didn't. Or no. Okay. Well, NFL, more like National Football League, more like the No Fault League. Recent rumors have been coming out lately regarding the Super Bowl and the grass being slippery and the NFL just doesn't accept the blame. The NFL has privately been pinning the blame on the players, on the Eagles, and the Chiefs for wearing the wrong cleats in the Super Bowl instead of going, oh, we're sorry, we messed up. 
So who do you side with and should the NFL take more precaution to prevent the slippery grass or wrong cleats being worn? It's pretty pathetic that in the biggest game of the year that the conditions weren't perfect. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I don't... Did you hear why the um, the grass was bad from a I think it a was just the... Source? I think it was literally just the kind of grass. Oh. Like, I think just the kind of grass and maybe some stuff that they put on the grass just... Or I don't even know if it was actually grass. It might have been, like, turf. Oh, yeah. That's pathetic, but, NFL. Yeah. Come on, do better. The most watched American, completely American event in the history of America. Yeah. America. America. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't blame the players. I mean, if it was one or two guys on the same team, maybe. But, I mean, everyone was slipping. Yeah, I mean, for how many people it was impacting, I mean, it should have, they should have done more to make sure that the conditions were perfect for that game. Which, yep. fortunately, there's nothing they can do about it now. That'll make it better for the next one. Yep. Are they which will be one. LA this year? I don't know. I think they're in the new stadium in LA. Um, what's it called? What is it SoFi? SoFi. Ram Stadium? Yes. Or they already did that. I don't know. They either did it or are about to do it. I know they're going to do uh, Vegas soon. Yeah. Let's find wait what the... by the way guys we are going to be doing less sports news than normal and less mock trades than normal because we want to make our um, episodes just a little bit shorter i know the last one was pretty long we want to make them about vegas. 45 minutes they, they're going to vegas mm-hmm. okay so they probably already went to so far yeah next year's game being played in las vegas las vegas will host its first super bowl in 2024 Allegiant Stadium, the new home of the Raiders, opened in 2020. Well, hopefully, that'll be better. Hopefully. And, uh, yeah, as I was saying, trying to make our episode shorter. If this episode is 45 minutes, then you need to give us a plot on the back. because we a plot on the a back? A plot on the back, because we earned it. Wow, I have <laughs> never heard of a plot on the back. Well, you just... Are you saying, like, a plot? Like... Applaud or a plot? <laughs> no, applaud. So I was gonna say, like, what is applaud? <laughs> applaud on the back. <laughs> Thanks. Please, everyone, give it an applaud on the back. An applaud on the back. All right. Well, that being said, we are now done with sports news. We're just gonna go into two mock trades today. My player that I am trading is Alex Verdugo. On the decent Red Sox, but in that division, probably not doing much this year. I have him getting traded to the Braves, currently the best team in baseball, for Michael Soroka and one outfield prospect. Now, the Braves could use Verdugo. Their outfield is decent, but, I mean, on the most stacked team in baseball, it's probably their weakest link. They could definitely use Verdugo. And uh, I think it would be a fair trade to get a pitcher that's doing bad this year but has had two and three ERA seasons and uh, an outfield prospect potentially replace Verdugo. Um, I think it could be good for both teams. But what do you think, Grant? I mean, as a brave hater, um, I, I would like it to a degree because I know, I know Soroka has been doing pretty well. 
Um, but at the same time, uh, I, I like Verdugo. And so... Why would you want him to get traded to the... Uh, well, no, I was saying, like, I like him. And, like, the, I was trying... In my brain, that made more sense. It didn't make sense out loud. But coming out, it got all kerfluffled. Yeah. Because that is definitely a word. <laughs> I definitely did not make that up. You look it up. Kerfluffled. And you gotta do that hand motion, too. You read it in a book. Called Kerfluffle <laughs> in 101. Nice. The class I took last semester. Alright, anyway. Gotta. Anyway. B plus. Alright, into the next trade. <laughs> So this one, I have a recent name who's essential, who not essentially, has requested for a trade, and that is Mr. James Harden. Now this one isn't just James Harden. I also have Daniel House Jr. This one is going to the New York Knicks, one of the teams that are favored to be landing Harden in a trade. And I have him going to the Knicks for Julius Randle, Evan Fournier and two pick swaps for Harden and House Jr. Now, I know Fournier did more for the Knicks than House did for the Sixers, but I mean, Fournier is on a pretty big contract. Them dealing out Fournier clears up some cap room. They get a young guy in House that they can help develop a little bit. You bring in Harden, Harden can help kind of teach those other younger guys, you know, they've got. They just signed DiVincenzo. They've still got, um, shit, what's his name? I am Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. <laughs> I mean, he can definitely help that team, and I think he could be in a bit of a bigger role on that team than what he was with the Sixers, which I think is what he wants, which is probably the main reason why he's wanting the trade, because I think it's he wants to be the guy but as long as the Sixers have Joel Embiid, he's not going to be the guy on that team. And you could even argue saying that Maxi was ahead of him, like, in the offense, which I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, when you looked at it, Harden was pretty much just a facilitator in that offense. He wasn't, like, a valuable scorer, so. But, I mean, then for the Sixers, I mean, you get another vet in Fournier who can play pretty well for you. And obviously, Randall helps a lot inside with Joel Embiid and can play a little bit outside, too. So, essentially, they'll get what they wanted out of Tobias Harris. Because <laughs> Randall can play better inside and outside than Harris. And is probably a better defender, too. So, I think it could be a win-win trade for both teams. Yeah. I just don't know if the Knicks would actually accept that, though, just because of the addition of Fournier. So, I mean, it's possible. I wouldn't be upset with that. As a Sixer fan, I wouldn't be upset with that. I mean, Harden doesn't want to play for you, so no, if you get a doesn't. good player, that, that's a win. Exactly. And I'm not so sure how much Randall would really want to play for the Knicks anymore. Because like I was seeing after they lost, I, I don't know if it was after they lost the last game of the series against the Celtics or what, but like fans were like ripping down posters of him like in uh, Madison Square Gardens. Like, they were ripping stuff down of him, and that could have been, like, a oof. Julius Randle? Yeah. Like, they were ripping stuff down They lost to the, um, the Heat. 
the Heat, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Not the Celtics. I thought you meant the Sixers when you said no, Celtics. No, 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 yeah. no, no. No, I'm, I meant the Heat, but I said the Celtics because I didn't remember which one. To be completely honest, not gonna lie, but it's a trade that could potentially happen. So I wouldn't be upset with it. And now to this week's edition of the Toilet Player of the Week. And our man this for this week. Wait before is... you say it. Oh no! Come on! Hold on. He's got to get the in singular piece of toilet paper which he ripped for the first one. Is the man, the myth, the legend, Tim Anderson? As you can clearly <laughs> tell, we ran out of ink today. Yes, yes, we did. So we very we are apologetic about having to use. My tracing skills. A tracing of Tim Anderson. It's pretty good, though. Not going to lie. His um, face is a little deranged. I'll put it but, close to the camera. <laughs> but, I mean, I did that hat pretty damn well. Yeah, it's pretty good. You can hold your I can trophy. My, my beautiful art. So, product. Grant, why is Tim Anderson this week's Toilet Player of the Week? Tim Anderson is this week's Toilet Player of the Week. Because offensively, he has been absolutely abysmal. Abysmal, you abysmal. say? Abysmal. You heard me correctly. <laughs> that is a, that is a very fun word to say, abysmal. It is. Yes, yes, it is. Currently, he's hitting about 235 with zero home runs, 12 RBIs, 9 doubles, and 59 hits, which would all be career lows if the season ended today. He's played seasons where he's played less games, so it would, I, if you ask me, that would be career lows. It would count as career lows. Then defensively, he's already committed seven errors up to this point of the season, which all of those factors combined has led to him having a war of negative 1.1. That's not good, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, it's not. For you non-baseball fans, that means that if you put in the average shortstop in that position instead of Tim Anderson, the team would have won over one more game. In, in a season. A whole whopping 1.1 <laughs> more games. Basically, it means he's significantly worse than the average shortstop, but he's a, like a pretty big-name player. He is. So that's pretty pathetic. You know what's even more pathetic? The fact that Kyle Schwarber has more triples than he does <laughs> home runs. <laughs> you like, heard it here first. You heard it here first. Kyle Schwarber. Big boys running the bases. His average is also similar to Kyle Schwarber's, but yes. he doesn't have 21 home runs. No, no, he doesn't. Like doesn't Schwarber have like 25 or something like Whatever. that? Whatever. I don't know. A lot of home runs. We need to check Daniel Vogelbach's triple numbers. <laughs> I don't know. Danny freaking Burgers. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Tim, sorry, buddy. Hopefully you'll, you'll turn it around, but for now, you're this week's Toilet Player of the Week. Dun dun. I have an uncle named Tim. Me too. But mine's not a professional baseball player for the Chicago White Sox. Neither is mine. That's crazy. <laughs> Snail. Okay. <laughs> now, we are getting into Obscure Sports Quarterly. <laughs> ESPN <laughs> 8, the outro. We should have done it eight times. <laughs> anyway, we're very excited for this special edition because today we were talking about hot dog eating. Glizzy every glizzy year, the Nathan's glizzy famous glizzy international <laughs> every year, <laughs> the Nathan's famous international hot dog eating contest is held on July fourth. The sport 
is pretty self-explanatory. Eh, self-explanatory. Planetarium? Shut up. Who can eat the most hot dogs in 10 minutes? According to a Nathan's promoter, the hot dog eating contest originated when four immigrants held a hot dog eating contest at Nathan's famous stand on Coney Island in 1916. This contest was testing which of the immigrants was the most patriotic. I find this pretty fitting because hot dogs are still a sign of patriotism in America. And I'm not sure if I can think of anything more patriotic than a good old-fashioned glizzy gobbling contest. So, me and Grant are going to see who can eat one hot dog the fastest. We're on a diet right now, so we're not going to eat for 10 minutes. No, no we're not. But I'm not trying to down 62 hot dogs. I've got Grant's hot dog. Yeah. I'd like to add, these have gone about room temp now. Yeah, they're not exactly hot. And there's no guarantee they're even cooked. We threw them in the microwave <laughs> for 30 seconds. We're... Yeah, we're kind of lazy. But, now we're going to find If we out. get food poisoning and die, we know why. Trace back to this episode. Trace back to this episode. Alright. So, we're going to have to count down. I'm not even hungry. I don't know about you, Grant. I'm not hungry I, I could, at all. I could down a hot dog. Could you? Yeah. Have, I have never tried this. Have you, Grant? Nope. I've never all tried right. eating. I was seeing how fast I could eat a hot dog. Today. We will find out. We will find out. The winner gets a million dollars. The loser gets nothing. Yeah. Three. Winner gets bragging rights. Yeah. Loser gets, has to streak. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> At least Says not, on, you. not on camera anyway. <laughs> I've done my time. <laughs> All right. I'm kind of stalling because I don't want to do this. Grant's going to crush me. I'm not hungry at all. All right. Let's go. In three, two. Oh, you have to finish chewing it. I don't, that's pretty obvious. All right. All right. Three, two. Oh, on go. <laughs> on go. Not, not one, okay? Three, two, one, go. Hold on. I understand why they do this with water. It's a little hard to chew an entire glizzy whole. It wasn't whole, but it raises my respect for Joey Chestnut. 
That was hard. That's what she said. You have a much bigger mouth than me, so makes sense. Hmm. And what was it you were saying earlier? Me having the larger bun would cause me to lose? I did not say that. That was hard. Congrats, Grant. You are. He was freaking out earlier because it was two different sized buns. He was like, oh, you gotta make them even. And I was like, eh, it doesn't matter. And I won, so eh, it doesn't matter. Okay. Congrats, <laughs> Grant. You are today's hot dog eating I am the glizzy gladiator. Champion. <laughs> Speaking of hot Speaking dog eating. Speaking of glizzy gladiators. We have a new segment for you all today. Is the clutch? I'm just gonna say that again. Clutch player of the week, and just in I said it again, just in case we don't. Clutch couldn't hear what I said. And the first ever clutch player of the week is Joey, the Glizzy Gladiator Chestnut. Chestnut won his 16th mustard belt at the annual Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest on this past Fourth of July. Uh, excuse me. Solidifying himself, <laughs> solidifying himself as one of the greatest athletes to ever walk the earth. Despite the drama circling the event due to the bad weather, aka a little bit of rain, even though I'm pretty sure it's pretty heavily raining, Chestnut still gives us a badass moment as he walks out, as he walks around saying he's gonna go get everyone and they're gonna do this, as he then proceeds to down sixty-two hot dogs. Excuse me. Chestnut is now just seven more belts away from tying Michael Phelps's gold medal total. <laughs> but Chestnut's wins are arguably more impressive as Phelps could win more than one per year. But due to his dominant performance in this competition, Joey Chestnut is this week's Clutch Player of the Week. Also, screw you, Robin Lundberg, that fucker that works at Sports Illustrated. For not saying that Joey Chestnut is not an athlete. No, he did say that Joey <laughs> Chestnut is not an athlete. Do you understand how much training and effort it takes to down 62 hot dogs in 10 minutes? That is an average of 6.2 per minute. How much, I'm, I don't know how much that would be per second. That'd be, that's, too, that's too big of math. It probably took us like me. 30 seconds to eat one. <laughs> At least. We're not... Masters like Joey, but Joey, anyway, I, Joey Chestnut. I saw is like the world record holder for like 50 foods or something like that. That's crazy, very impressive, Joey. All very right, very impressive. An His honor, stomach's gotta be like a bottomless pit at this point, just a black hole to another dimension. He's just feeding an entire race of people. <laughs> uh, think of all the hot dogs he if all the hot dogs he ate went to Africa. Oh my god. Anyway, hundreds of children would be fed. <laughs> in maybe honor, he is still feeding them. Maybe that's the, where the black hole in his stomach goes. Maybe. In honor of Joey Chestnut and his incredible clutch performance, we are going to play a little game. Grant is this week's first participant. I will go next week, and he will go the week after that. He has one shot. No. To clutch up and make a paper ball into a trash can. Now you can't see it right now, but I'm going to film 
Grant shot from his phone. And we will, like, change the camera angles. We promise we're not cheating. Uh, too much. We're not cheating too much. You know, just the right amount. Yeah, so... Just enough to win multiple Super Bowls. Yeah, so he's going to have one shot, and I'll show him on the camera, and if he misses it, and he gets a punishment, if he makes it, then he gets nothing. Because we don't give free handouts. So, Grant will be trying his shot shortly. I heard something else when you said that. Grant is now going to be attempting the shot. If he misses it, he sucks. If he makes it... He still sucks. Let's go. This ball is a little wet. He made it! That's what happens when you play two years in Division Three Little College Basketball. Alright, now that Grant has proven that he is one clutch son of a bitch. We are going to go to the movie of the day. This week's movie of the day is Benchwarmers. Now, we've kind of talked about very American things today. Hot dogs. Baseball. Now we're going to go to a Joey base. Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. American, American Hero. <laughs> now we're beginning, beginning into a movie about baseball. Probably the most American movie ever made. Oh, for sure. Benchwarmers. Bench the hit film starring David Spade. David Spade. Star of Joe Dirt 2. John Heater. Rob, Rob Schneider. Schneider. The guy that... Nick... No, wrong name. What's the guy from Star Trek? Isn't he in Star Trek? No. John... The, the, the rich guy. What's his name? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Like, I know exactly what guy you're talking about. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he goes to hell in Little Nicky. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know his name. Oh, Terry Crews. Right? I don't know. Isn't Terry Crews in it? He might be. <laughs> I don't remember. And there's um, there's like five little people in it. That's crazy. Like little people like down here. Anyway. I um, almost said Nick Kroll was in it. Nick Kroll's not in it. Nick Kroll's not in it. Anyway. Basically, it's about this group of three friends that start... Um, a, like a baseball team to play little league teams, but it's only three of them playing against nine little league players, mm -hmm. and they're doing it for basically to help out the loser kids that want to have their own team but aren't very good. And so basically, it's these three guys, one of whom is really good, and the other two are like very uncoordinated and unathletic and unsmart, are basically playing together: pitcher, catcher, outfielder, and. Uh, yeah, that's the movie, and it's very inspiring. It tugs on your heartstrings at moments, I would say. I mean, it's Rob Schneider and David Spade. Obviously, it's I mean, just yeah, peak emotional I mean, level. You've got there. baseball. There's some C three PO. You got David Spade and Rob Schneider. Yeah, there you've Rob got Schneider. Is okay, you've got um. He's carry tough. I don't know. I'm thinking you've got like. A castle. Yeah. Made of earwax? I don't know. 
I haven't seen it. It's movie. been a while since either one of us have seen it. it. It took us a while to just find a baseball movie that we've both seen. I haven't seen a lot of baseball movies, so... But it's it's a good movie. It'll tug at your heartstrings. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It'll make you gassy. I don't know. It's got a lot of good qualities. Rob Schneider. Alright. <laughs> And then we've concluded with the movie of the day. I keep on thinking of the bits that they did in one episode of South Park, where it was just, they kept on, I know you don't, but it was just, like, they kept on, like, showing fake movie trailers for, like, what would look like very bad movies, and all of them were starring Rob Schneider. <laughs> like, Rob Schneider, he's a lawyer by day, but at night he turns into a carrot or something stupid like that. All right. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. Now we're any be, day we're gonna be doing the snake draft. Today we'll be picking Mark. um the goats, greatest of all times of each of the sports. Mark. Now here are the <laughs> rules: you can only personally pick one goat per sport. However, if someone else picks. Like, some, let's say Grant picks his favorite player from basketball, and I disagree, I can pick a different player as one of my players. Yes. So basically, just goats across sports. Greatest to ever do it, ever play it, ever be it. Um, so, yeah, we'll get right into it. Yes. Grant, you have the first pick today. With the first pick today. He's a bit of an underrated pick. I don't think many people would take him. But he is the obvious answer, and we talked about him <laughs> earlier today. So I'm going Joey Chestnut with the first pick for the greatest of all time. I figured that was coming. You should have. It was, it was a pretty obvious pick, yeah. if you ask me. Pretty good pick. Yeah. Pretty good pick. Some would argue that other people are more dominant, but... Mm, wrong. <laughs> Just no. But yeah, I'll I'll stand behind it. I'll stand behind it. How many? Thirteen titles? Sixteen. Sixteen titles. Ooh. Yeah. It's a lot of titles. He's got more titles than almost any athlete in their respective sports. Well. And yes, he is an athlete. Again, Robin Lindbergh or whatever your name yes, is. Yes. We'll count it. We'll count it. With my first pick, I'm going to take the player that has more titles. I'm going to take Michael Phelps. Damn you. True American hero. Greatest swimmer of all time. That's who I was going to pick next. Well, you didn't. Well, shut up. And with my next pick, I'm going to pick another great person. Great athlete. One of the most legendary athletes of all time. Everyone's heard of him. Muhammad Ali of the boxing world. That is not who I was expecting, but I like it. I think it's a great pick. I like it very much. You know, I don't I don't know too much about boxing. I mean everyone knows but Muhammad everyone Ali. Everyone knows Muhammad Ali. I mean, dude is just float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. For a second there I was like, wasn't that Bruce Lee? But no, that wasn't <laughs> Bruce Lee. Bruce no, Lee was not Bruce be Lee. water in my be, be water. Okay, Grant, what are you going to do? With my next pick, it's a bit of a controversial one. 
but it's still a very good pick. He's it it it, it varies by whoever you ask, but I'm gonna go Michael Jordan. I knew that was coming. Yeah, Michael Jordan. I don't think. I think he's the clear-cut GOAT, but at the same time, with so many sports, it is very difficult to clearly say who say someone is the greatest of all time. Clear-cut because... to stretch. No one asked your opinion. <laughs> Only six rings. <clears throat> I mean... Six and oh. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are yeah, undefeated. There are... Maybe not six times. Yeah. I mean, wasn't Scotty Pippen 6-0, or did he get to the finals another time? Yeah, no one says Scotty Pippen was the GOAT, though, because Scotty Pippen <laughs> alone, I mean, he was good, but he wasn't, like, GOAT good. No, Michael Jordan's a very good player. Oh, wait. I mean... This is a gator dunking a cookie into milk, and he's doing the Jordan position, so I mean... Why is he dunking a cookie into milk? I don't know. That is a very weird It was thing. a free towel they gave at a basketball game. That is a very weird thing <laughs> to have. Was it like a... Unless was it like around... No, it couldn't have been around Christmas time. I don't know, but okay. it, um, Jordan good. is one of the most iconic athletes of all time. I will mm -hmm. give you that. And then with my third pick... I will go with... I hate him so goddamn much. There is such a good debate that I can't go against it. I'm, I'm going Tom Brady. Ooh. I hate him so much. I don't... I mean, it's so I hard mean... to... I don't think at this point him. anyone else can be considered the football goat. No. Seven rings. It's, see, now here's the thing. is he? I wouldn't say he's the most talented. He's not the most talented. He's not anywhere near the most talented. It doesn't talented, matter your I mean, talent, though. No one. If you're solely basing it off of talent, I mean, Aaron Rodgers and like Dan Marino are two guys are definitely up there. One ring combined, though. I know, but I'm not talking about rings. I'm talking about talent. Well, rings matter. Yeah, I know, but I'm, that's why I'm not talking about rings. Benjamin, open your damn ears. I'm just saying that it's undisputable. I'm saying that, I know, I know. That's why That's why I picked them. I'm just saying if you only look at talent and not rings, yeah. you could look at someone else. But if you look at rings, it's obviously A little disappointed. Because Unfortunately. That's who I was going to pick with my pick. Uh -huh. Because, you know, football is the greatest sport. American football. How can you say that? But As if hot dog <laughs> is not a sport. Second greatest sport. Goddamn right. But I'm going to pick, speaking of American football, I'm going to pick football player. Soccer player. For all you Americans out there. I am going to pick Lionel Messi. Someone argue, you know, is Pele. It's one of those old guys. But, I mean, Messi's a legend. He's won a bunch of La, uh, La Liga Cups. He just won the World Cup. Congrats. One of the best to ever do it in soccer. Um, which is the most played sport around the world. Um, so I think that's a great pick. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, I, I, the only other person that I can even think of that that could even combat with him is Ronaldo. Ronaldo's got nothing on him. I mean, I think Pele used to be considered the GOAT. But, like, you can, you can comment, I don't know, maybe Pele just has way better stats, but yeah. Messi has truly been a game changer and definitely one of the best to ever do it. Yeah, I know Neymar's... Not even close. Grant, I mean, you know, I'm, no, about. I'm just saying, by the time he retires, he could be up there, too. No. He could. I, I know it's a while. Not with Messi. Not in the same league. What I'm saying, I'm not saying now. Neymar's pretty old, though. He is? He's, like, in his 30s. I do not believe you. How old is Neymar? Oh, shit, he is. He's 31. I thought he was, like, in his, like, low 20s. No. Grant doesn't follow soccer. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I could have sworn. Unless I'm thinking of someone else. Which is possible. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're thinking of Mbappe. Probably. From France. Kylian Mbappe. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking (laughs) of. Yeah, that's 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 exactly who I was thinking of. Anyway, I'm going to be going into my next sport. Think... I have to go with golf. I'm taking Tiger Woods. Say what you want about the man. All his issues, all the things he did that was wrong, drugs, cheating, whatever. I don't care. Greatest golfer to ever put on golf gloves and get a golf bag and have someone else carry it and take clubs out of the bag and swing it undisputably greatest um and yeah i just think you can't tell the history of sports without tiger woods yeah it's a it's a good pick i i can't the only other golfer that i would even say that's up there is arnold palmer because of the drink that's not my last (laughs) pick by the way that's not um yeah but i that is a very respectable pick if you do just not look at his Character concerns. Yeah, I don't care about that for the purpose of this. Then this draft. he's definitely up there as one of the greatest golfers of all time, or the so, greatest yeah. ever, or the greatest athlete, the greatest person. Yeah. I cannot <laughs> say that with as if Joey Chestnut was a person. All right. Okay. I get it's your pick. You get two. 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 Okay. Pull it off for you. With my. Fourth pick. Nope. Third pick. <laughs> no, it's no, fourth, fourth pick. pick. Fourth pick. <laughs> I don't know math. I'm going with Seabiscuit the horse. <laughs> what? Seabiscuit. <laughs> Is he really good? I think so. <laughs> you don't even know? They made a movie about him. <laughs> and he's got Tobey Maguire. Oh my god. I don't even know if Seabiscuit's a real horse. Wait, what? <laughs> Many people argue that Secretariat... Is That's like, what I meant. Secretariat. Okay, I'll give it to you. Not Seabiscuit. I had Toby Maguire on the mind. Secretariat, the greatest horse racer of all time. Horse. Yep, yep. Secretariat. That's what I meant, not Seabiscuit. Cool. <laughs> I bet you weren't thinking I was going to pick that one now, were you? You know, you really 
You really pulled that one under the rug. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I mean, what can I say? What can I say? Then for my fifth pick, it's going to be a bit more serious here. I will go with, even though it's been nearly 100 years since he played, I'm going Babe Ruth. Dang it. Dang it. That's who I was going to pick. No. No. (laughs) No. You sound there as if you're like the villain in a cartoon (laughs) and your plan got spoiled by like children. You meddling kid. No, you meddling kids. You stopped me from robbing the bank. No. Dang it. Okay, it's fine. I'm going to save it because I just saw someone who's played a lot more recently. Undisputed go. I'm taking Wayne Gretzky. That is a good pick. Nashville Hockey League. Almost forgot about him because... So did I. Even though I'm wearing a hockey shirt. <laughs> He's wearing a flyer shirt. I'm wearing a flyer shirt. Uh, I got years ago, and this is maybe like one of the few times that I've actually worn this. <laughs> Go hockey. Go hockey. Go Wayne Gretzky. If, if you're a hockey fan, you're probably going to be really pissed that he was picked. Probably, pick. yeah. But, I mean... We've got some pretty big names in there. I mean, I mean, you Joey got Joey Chestnut, Chestnut, you got Secretariat. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, sorry, Wayne. I mean, you're I'm, amazing. Wayne, though. you should you should be accepting of this. Yeah, you, you should were... go. Okay, I've had a great career, but I mean, how can I top Secretariat and Joey Chestnut? Like, come <laughs> on. So yeah, I mean, I think we covered all of the major dominant athletes of um, of history. I and mean, there's two. Well, who? Peter. What's the floor? floor? Peter the floor. <laughs> the best dodgeball player yes. of all time. And Rick Pellet Gun Kraus. The goat. Cherry, of cherry pit <laughs> spitting. <laughs> Can't believe we forgot. I know. The cherry pit spitter. It's so upsetting. All right, guys, let us know. so much research last time. Let us know who had the best draft. Again, it's clearly... I think it's pretty close. We both have some respective I mean, goats. how can... I have Joey Chestnut as secretary. It kind of depends on what you how can value you most. Hot dogs or... Hot dogs and horses. Or football. Or well, he had football. Yeah. Uh, you know... You golf. had the different football. Uh, yeah, I had soccer, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, let us know. Yeah. Now. Yeah, let us know. We are going to play the shower game. Woo-woo. You guys have heard of it. It's pretty famous by now. Yep. Today we are going to be trying to guess sports families. All right. These are the rules. If there has been two athletes that both played a professional sport and they are related, it counts. We're talking father-son uh you know mother daughter uh sisters brothers cousins sisters brothers cousins nephews roommates yeah not friends unless you're blood roommates um dogs owners pets half cousin yeah so i was trying to you can only do one there yeah i get it you can only do one per family so you can't name like two brothers and then name Two more brothers of the same family. And you have to be able to name at least one of their first names. But just one will do. Um, and I will get things started. Because Grant started with the draft. 
I will take the Watts, TJ, JJ, and Derek. And I'm going to go with football royalty here with the Mannings of Peyton, Eli, and Archie. Not Arch. Archie. Their father. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Soon to be Archie. I couldn't remember which one was Arch and which one was no, Archie. Arch is the one that's at Texas. Yeah. Okay. Um, good picks. Um, I will take... Um, I had it on my... I'll take the Pouncy twins, Marquise and Mike. And I will go with the Longs of Howie, Chris, and Kyle. There you go. I'll take the Kelsey brothers, Travis and Jason. That is a good one. I will go with the Matthews of Clay and Casey. And I know their dad played too. I think it was their dad, yeah. I'll go with the Haywards with Cam, Connor, and... Ironhead. Ironhead. Yeah. Craig, I think was his name. Craig Ironhead Hayward. I will go with recently drafted fourth and fifth overall. Amen and mm. Osser, Osser, I don't know how you say it, Thompson. Pretty cool story. Yeah. Pretty cool story. I will go with... Hmm. Khalil and Carlos Davis. I will go with Marcus and Markeith Morris. Oh, good one. Um, I'll go with the McCordys, Jason, and the other one. Devin. Devin. Yes. Devin. I will go with the Lopez's, Brooke and Robin. That's a good one. That's a good one. I will go with Serena and Venus Williams. The Curries. Seth and Seth. And Dell. Del and Dell. And Dell. Alright, I'll go with Tiger Woods and his son. Is his son even a pro golfer? I mean, he's done some stuff. Yeah, but is that professionally, though? Uh, let me look it up. I think he's like 10. Yeah, they played alongside each other. Oh, wow. He's 14, not... So no, well, that's close. probably he's probably not like playing in the Masters, but I well, mean, yeah, no, duh, I mean in golf, if he's playing with his dad, I mean that's yeah, like that's fair. Yeah, I will go with Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Sr. I'll go with Vladdy Guerrero Jr. and Vlad Sr. Now he's not a professional yet, but he probably will be next year. I'm gonna go with the Jameses, LeBron and Bronny. Fine, I'll count it because he's in college. I was gonna say, and I just let you do freaking Tiger Woods Jr. You better let me do. Yeah, bro. whatever. You can golf at any age. Anyway, Shut up. I'll go with Bo Bichette as dad. Darren Bichette, I think. Darren. Something like that. Uh, you got one of them, so it's all good. Um, I'm gonna go with Joey Porter. Senior. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a cool story. Yeah. I'll go with Asante Samuel Sr. and Jr. Now, again, you don't know. I'm going to go Randy Moss and Thaddeus Moss. I forgot. I was thinking, I was like, didn't 
Randy Moss have a son that plays, but I can't mm-hmm. remember. That is. Yeah, he's not even. I don't think he's even in the NFL anymore. I think he's in like either the USFL or in the XFL. Yeah. But. All right, I'm gonna do the Edmonds, Terrell, um, Trey, and Tremaine. I will go with the holidays of Aaron, Drew, and I forget the last one, Darian. All right. I'll go the Gasol brothers. Never mind, I was thinking of something. Gasol, Paul, Pow, and Mark. Paul Paul and Mac. Yes. (laughs) I'm going to go with the Grants of Jerry and Grant and Jeremy Grant. Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure they are. All right. I'm going to go with. Oh, um, Jason Giambi and his brother. Thank you, Moneyball. <laughs> That's the only reason I knew yeah. that his brother played. I'm going to go with, I don't know if you'll have heard of either of them, but I'm going to go Vince Papali and his son, Vinny Papali. What's that? Vince Papali, uh, Invincible. Oh. Yeah. His son, his son played in the NFL? No, his son didn't play in the NFL, but his son played in the USFL. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg. All right. Yes. <laughs> Took me a second to realize what you're, what you're talking <laughs> about there. Let us see. Let us. Let us see here. I... Gotta be more brothers... I'm going to go with, hmm, what about cousins? I don't remember who's cousins with each other. I know there's a bunch of NBA cousins, but I don't know who they are. Baseball. That'd be some group. What is it? Hmm. Let's look at the timer. No! I'm thinking. Yeah, I know, but um, bowling, baseball, falling asleep, uh, football, sugar, and gotta be like twins, right? more twins I don't know is there do you have a bunch in your brain got a few you got a few in your brainium <laughs> I've got a few of them in my brainial cranium this is not good for for old Benny boy old Benny boy I think I'm gonna have to um, call it quits unfortunately really didn't want to lose this one who do you have I had Manute Bowl and Bowl Bowl. Oh. Then I also had Nikhil Alexander Walker, who is cousins with Shea Gilgis Alexander. Nice. Oh, I really thought I was going to win this one. You just. Grant cheated. He had a bunch of them written down on his back, I bet. <laughs> it's currently <laughs> off. Ah, whatever. All right. Well, um, we'll see you in a bit when I'm in the tub. <laughs> 
We are here with our loser today. As ben. he's lost, as old Benny Boy has lost once again in the shower game. Very Before, what? Very disappointing. Yes, yes it is. Before, he gets wet. There's a message. Special message. Special message. To a special boy out there. <laughs> special boy by the name of Mark McGrath. This special boy, the lead singer of the band, Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray is the greatest band ever known. And we just ask to be given approval to use their songs or have him on this podcast. We love you. We love you. You special, special, special boy. We're not weird. No. We promise. Just very weird. <laughs> There's a difference. And with that being said, we have our loser. Shower on. You turned him on. Crap, you idiot. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. No. I'm not ready. Alright, thank you guys for watching, and I hope you enjoy me being in Grant's misery. Again? <laughs> thank you for being here today. It's cold. Day and night, <laughs> I toss and turn. I need to sleep again. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being a friend. Get your head in there. No one. <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> Gotta get one good slap in, you know. <laughs>